0: Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Undead, The Cold Heart Truth. This one's going to be about meditation, how to meditate, I guess. But also how to bring that focus and awareness of a meditative state into the present moment. Kind of inspired by yesterday's episode with Juliana, because she was like, I'm kind of always in that meditative state. Me too. So I was like, let's just go more in depth about that, what it actually is, meditating, and just how to use the mind, really. The music you hear in the background, as always, is from Flo. You can find his information down below. And just let, let's have a conversation. So I'm basically going to explain how I use my mind. Uh, this is all just... I have made some notes because, you know, I tend to lose what I'm talking about. But um, I'm just going to explain how I use my mind, but not constantly say I, I'm just going to say we and you and whatever. So. First of all, let's talk about meditation a little bit, what it is and what you're doing when you meditate. You're not doing anything, because you're just observing. Our mind is always busy with certain things. And uh, it's funny, as I start talking about this, a hawk starts to fly in circles around my backyard. And that is funny, because what you're doing is, and why most people close their eyes, is you go to sort of a higher perspective or a deeper perspective, whatever you want to name it. So you're not as much in the thoughts and focused on the thoughts, but you're just observing them. It's mostly about thoughts for most people because they have compulsive thinking, constantly bombarded with thoughts, focusing on them, talking back to them in a way. So what you do is kind of like you're, well, or you're flying above it or you're sitting on a bench somewhere, you as consciousness, as soul. And you're just looking at these thoughts as they go by. Like people walking on a path you're sitting on a bench. Do you interact with all of these people that walk by? No. Maybe if you see someone you know, but you don't interact with them all, you just let them walk. You're just observing them. It's the same with these thoughts. You're just watching. Not analyzing, not labeling, not responding, just observing as they go by and new ones come in and many people think that the point is to not have thoughts so they try to push them away but when you try to push something away it creates resistance and in the case of thoughts in the mind it's going to push back so that doesn't help and if you're trying to think of not having thoughts you're still thinking of something so that doesn't help either if you try to do anything at all you're still using the mind. So you are not fully aware, because you are focused on something instead of everything. So you observe while you meditate. There's many close their eyes, so they don't have distractions in the outside world. Now Juliana mentioned yesterday that for some people it only distracts them more, which I can agree with. But you can meditate in any way you want, because it's not necessarily about, like what it really is about is just bringing about and out of you more awareness, more of the actual you, more of the soul, more consciousness, instead of being in this dimension and filling your whole being up with thoughts, because they kind of cloud your judgement they get in between you who is observing and what you are observing so you as the consciousness as the awareness is observing through the mind this dimension which in itself tells you a lot through the feels and the energy but you are trying to analyze everything with the mind and the ego so you're trying to label it or it says things to you about what you see and it sees but why do you care what it has to say because it has a it can only label things and it only has the knowledge that it has in its the ego I'm talking about in the mind but you as the awareness behind it can tap into a lot more information if you don't use that limited translation of what it's trying to tell you but just tap into your overall awareness and that information field that I mentioned so you're bringing that out and thus you are not fueling the ego with your own awareness but you're taking back that energy through to just you as awareness. Because when you focus on thoughts and the mind, because you are the awareness, you're not observing anymore, you're feeding your energy from, the, from your awareness to those things that you focus on. And the ego is just a thought form. It's not another being within you. It's a thought form in your mind, your human mind. And it creates thoughts and it really likes to judge and label because that's how it understands things and that's how we have learned to live life through the ego and through its understanding of what it's seeing and then we identify with those things and the ego Well we are none of those things, they are part of us but you are the awareness again. So you train meditation is a form of training in my opinion. To get more awareness, to get less thoughts. And now another thing I want to mention everything has a time and place. So thoughts have a time and place as well. But that's not all the time. Not every single moment needs your analysis, your labelling your limiting, your judgement, or the egos, it just is, and things don't happen to you, they happen for you, so you can just observe, and not see it as an attack, whatever it is, or something personal, or something against you, it's all for you. For your awareness to see to experience so we already talked about that thoughts thoughts cloud your vision of the actual universe that is so they take up bandwidth in your mind like I said your awareness feeds the ego and the thoughts so it goes into your mind I kind of like got some thoughts earlier and it was kind of like uh, I can see like, I suppose like a tube you can't see it in that or when you only listen but it's like a tube it's like wide on one end and then it's like a continuum I guess narrow in the middle and then wide on the other end and then the top end would be the mind then in the narrow middle there's like energy going through there and then the soul is on the other end the awareness. Because it's not, it is here, but it's not fully here. So that energy that goes through the middle would be more of your awareness. So anyway, if you have more thoughts, you have less room for the awareness in your mind, in your being. And oftentimes you are also less present in the present moment. Because you are in the dimension of the mind, and you are oftentimes with the mind thinking of other places and things which take you out of the present moment even more. And if you are not in the present moment, you also get less of the actual information that is. So that's enough about meditation in itself. And my opinions about it or whatever, how I use it I suppose. Do I meditate a lot? No. I don't really have routines so i'm way too random for that but i have my moments and especially if you want to figure something out or really want to reflect you can meditate and journal i guess but just do things that fit your being and we'll get to that more but i want to mention that like it's good to hear other people tell them what they do like i'm doing but you don't have to copy that if you like that way you can but give your own twist to things feel with your being like when you are doing these things so yes you can at first just copy the thing that someone advises you right or it's like "Yo, oh, this works for me and like you copy the thing to try it out and then if you feel like you want something a little bit different just go with that because that's for you right it's for your being so do what fits your being so with the meditation like i said you bring about more of your awareness but you can also do this while you are just doing other things because you are more in the present moment when you are less in your mind more living from the soul if I would explain it for what I'm doing right now I'm trying to record a podcast so you would think maybe that I'm thinking a lot but I'm not but I do have thoughts so it is more of like letting the thoughts flow instead of trying to do it's like you have a dictionary with all the words but instead of you trying to find the word your mind or your being because you are aware and flowing flows the words to your mind through that tube basically I guess or whatever way it works for you to visualize it because you are in the present moment because you are aware and not focusing on thoughts yourself the right thoughts will come up through flow because if you are flowing everything that fits your being and what your resonance is at that moment will flow to you if you are seeking you create lack and resistance and everything we talked about so you let things flow now i did make some notes because oftentimes when you let things flow like that you can digress a lot because things are really connected and then you wanna explain one thing and you go to the next and you go to the next. And if you are aware then it doesn't matter because it will still make sense. If you are then trying to think about everything too much it doesn't make sense anymore. This is also why I often times lose for a second what I was talking about a bit earlier. Because I'm not thinking. I'm Like you get something in your head. a thought you use it or you don't and then you let it go again. The same with memories. So we'll talk a little bit more about how we can use the mind in other ways. It's the same with memory. You don't have to remember everything in, I guess, the conscious mind. Now don't pay too much attention to what the actual definitions of the words are here. I will try to use the most fitting ones. So if you think about memory, you could think also about dimensions. So you then you would have an upper dimension, the present. And usually we fill that one full of. I will explain it as a computer. A computer is RAM. Most people know what a computer is, right? It's like it's not very big, it's not a hard drive. But it's like files that you use and things that programs are in that because it's faster. It's like that, I guess. But we constantly fill that up with everything because we feel like we have to control everything, we have to really control, I need to remember this then, I need to do this then, I need to, Every, every one of those things, but that controlling aspect of the mind, that is not you, now yes you can do that yourself, but that really pushy controlling aspect of the mind, that stress part of the mind, that worrying part of the mind, that is the ego. And the ego isn't always a bad thing, as most people think, and that you have to kill it and whatnot. It's just a part of your being when you are human. Be nice to it, and it will be nice to you. But because we are so conditioned, it's quite aggressive. Because you have been quite aggressive with the mind for years. And aggressive doesn't just mean negative. Aggressive is the way you use the mind. Constantly use the mind in an aggressive manner. We kind of overuse it. So yes, the ego is also going to be, you know, a little bit triggered just like you when you are still working out a lot of issues and me you get triggered by things because they have a certain they give you a certain static because there's something out of balance it's the same with the ego so over time when you don't constantly feed it as well you learn to see that it's not such a bad thing it's just not actually you that is the biggest thing you when you that understand that, that it's not you but it is part of you, it will not be as aggressive anymore either because it can't really bother you anymore. It can only bother you if you respond to it or react to it. So it was about memories too <laughs> and this, oh yes the RAM and everything. So it tries to push everything in that part of the mind, in the, in the RAM I suppose, that dimension but you use that to do the things you do so you want to keep it empty for the most part you want to keep it in your present moment so I'm sitting in this room so everything here is focused I'm focused on this wall kinda smaller actually this room is not super big but I'm only focused actually on really this part and I explain it like this because you can do it you can use your mind like this when I look outside I switch my focus a bit more so it includes that as well and if you learn to see things like that you can really kinda set boundaries to as much singular focus as you can instead of multiple focus on multiple things just those memories you don't need why should you still have them like on a little back burner in that dimension of your mind? You don't need that. And if you would need it and you would just clear up that RAM, that dimension of your mind, I hope this makes sense to people, then it would just flow in anyway. If you truly trust yourself and trust in your own flow, because that's important that you do trust your own flow and your own inner guidance and inner child and not the ego you need to learn to see the different the difference between the two and that can take some time but if you truly trust and believe in yourself you will always know what you need to know when you need to know it and that sounds silly maybe but it's actually true and it's the same with seeing or finding things a good way to explain that is maybe a book and then especially informational books But at any book really, because you can see anything as triggers or information or whatever, guidance, symbolism. Um, I have a couple books behind me here. And I've read all of them, pretty much. But with some of them, and I have more, you buy them. Some you read like front to end pretty quick. And others, you seem to like want to read them, but you don't really feel like it. And then you have these moments, these seemingly random moments in most cases. Where you just really feel like picking up the book. Then you pick up the book. You read something. And it kind of like. Either explains something that just happened in your life. Or it really gives you more. Awareness. Which is also fitting on something that just happened in your life. Or something you needed. And that is because you trust. You flow. As, as you do something. And I know sometimes I cut off. My podcasts or videos quite. Just randomly seemingly. But most cases it's because I. Kind of feel like it's just like. That was it. And I do that with everything. I mean obviously if you have to finish something. You finish it. (laughs) But you can feel it. When this flow you were in. Kind of shifts. It's not that your flow breaks. Because you are flowing. But you feel that it kind of shifts. And now it could be that you just lose focus. Right. Because you are not or you have done something for very long so your energy is kinda low or you are just not very good at focusing on something for long that's not what I'm talking about you can feel eventually when you learn to flow and clear your mind more thus through meditation or doing this consciously and not keeping it full of these memories and everything cause this all plays into each other even though I seem to ramble for, to myself sometimes um... well then I lost it, but anyway it flows better like that. Oh yeah. You will learn and to see the difference between losing focus or shifting the flow. When you learn to see that difference, together with being in the present, but you have to be in the present moment to flow anyway, and seeing the difference between your inner guidance and the ego, that together with seeing the difference between losing focus or flow, or shifting flow is key and the more you practice these things the more you can flow through anything you do and you will see that you will always be in the right place at the right time even though to the mind it might always seem like if an appointment gets cancelled or something goes not according to plan it is a bad thing but that is because the ego is very linear in the mind. The soul however is not and it can go from A to Z or it can skip hoops or it can do certain maneuvers that to the ego seem really weird and random and sometimes wrong. Wrong as in uh, it's not a positive thing when an appointment gets cancelled you were looking forward to or whatever but you will oftentimes see that it was for a reason. Most of the time you see that after the fact. But the more you learn to use your being and your mind in these ways in the flow state, the last actual focused or forced thought and just flowing thoughts you will see that it is all like a big puzzle coming together that you created because the more you get out of the ego and the more you observe life and this your being you feel it all but you say you don't take it as an attack or personally or to me it is for you So every experience is neither good or bad, it is all to be enjoyed. Because that's what you came to do, to enjoy this life. So you will learn to see that you, through your thoughts and actions and uh, the things you write down, your goals, your plans, your patterns, both in the mind and physical, that you create this puzzle. Is really a puzzle sort of I say that because you'll oftentimes see when you reflect back that things that seem to be a failure or something that went wrong or whatever was not actually a failure or something that went wrong but it was like a stepping stone to something you were doing now could be a lot of time in between could be multiple things that were building towards the same thing but you will see and recognize what kind of physical representations your actions had created and how you were preparing yourself for certain things or how you were training yourself or how you had to go to certain lessons and also how you repeated certain cycles and oftentimes you only repeat these things because you're too much in the mind and not observing enough to see what effects your actions have So um, something I also want to mention, which might be confusing to some, is that the more you learn to use the mind and the being, your being this way, as I mentioned, you don't force thoughts anymore but they come in like the uh, dictionary, you just know what to say, you remember what you need to remember in these things, You, most of you also know we have guides, angels, guardians, Starsheet families, whatever names we give them, that can talk to us in ways or give us information through our being. Now, if you apply all of these things in your life and learn to drive the car in a different way, basically, um, they will also become more present. Those signs, those numerology signs, those patterns, those synchronicities. But we all have different ways of perceiving these signals. Thus, at some times, if some of you are good at receiving mental signals, it might actually get more busy the more you are in the flow state at certain moments. Because it is actually busy around you with beings or things, or you are just bombarded with hints and synchronicities from your guides because you are doing something well on there like you know we'll give you some more information of what you're supposed to do or where you should look or those things and then it becomes again a matter of adjusting the mind because the more you grow your awareness like a muscle the more you train yourself to these new ways of seeing things and feeling things the more you will also have to adjust your way of going about life Because you experience things in a different way and oftentimes much deeper and more fulfilled than through the mind and ego. So there are still going to be moments that are negative or down or overwhelming, confusing perhaps, because we can get get pulled back into the mind space by the magnetic pull of the ego. Things might tempt you or patterns maybe, but maybe just because it's a busy moment it is harder to stay in the present moment and you start to like get pulled into the mind and that happens to the best of us, like, it's normal, we're human we are learning and doing things that are we talk about them quite often now, you know, in the day-to-day spheres I mean the internet basically is the day-to-day spheres now and Twitter is the streets nowadays so. But it's quite profound and it's quite a big change that most forget including me. The mind also has to adjust, your being has to adjust. We can't just jump too fast. When you learn new things, when you open up your mind to more things, you have to practice different ways of being right? if your car drives in a different way you can't use the car in the old way because it doesn't work the same way and if you do do that you get pulled back to your old way because there's no stagnation such a thing does not exist everything is in constant change so you either evolve or you devolve your mind either evolves or devolves you either get more awareness or you get less awareness now it's not to say that you don't have periods where it's like you're kinda on a uh, I kind of like to call it the waiting room I know it was about signals but this will kinda play in with the signals well it will fully play in with the signals where, where it's like it you are in stagnation you are not going up or down Now there are many le- different levels to many things so when I say there is no stagnation it might seem for some things like there is like a rock seems to be very solid and still yet it still moves, it's very slow, so it's like that so you can feel like you are in a period of time where you're kinda in between things and I call it the waiting room because it really feels like that, you can almost hear the music and it's really silly because at first when that happens it's quite easy to get back, pulled back into the mind and the ego because of doubt and the silence like those voices and things and uh, guidance and numerologies and all those signs and synchronicities i talked about when you are in the waiting room it's like all of that never existed it's like there, there's none of that you are solely on your own how you don't ever you're never really alone so you still know that there, That you're not. But it's like someone hang up the phone. And all you hear is doot, 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 doot. But you're not gonna hang up the phone. Because what if they pick up again? So you're like, did I do something wrong? Am I not on my path anymore? Am I just supposed to wait on something? Am I supposed to be doing something? Have I missed something? I feel like it's good to just be passive now and wait, yet at the same time, I feel like I missed something. But then you also have these feelings of something telling you like, just chill, it's okay. But then you still have the mind and the ego that sometimes can be like, well I'm not so sure about that because we seem to be going really well and now it's like there's nothing going on at all. I don't know if this resonates with people but I've talked about it with other people and they felt similar. And this can be for any period of time. It can be a week, it can be a couple days, it can be it can be a couple hours. It is really an interesting feeling and it's... You kind of are in between things and sometimes you just have to wait. And it's as simple as that. Because you're adjusting things or your mind or whatever or it is simply a matter of something that has to arrive or... Whatever it is, it is about... Being at the right place in the right time, and not forcing yourself to get out of the waiting room if you are in the waiting room. You could perhaps call it an elevator. You're just in there. You're wait. You know you're waiting. You're waiting to get somewhere. You you can't jump out like you're moving. That's the thing. You are still moving, but you feel like you're in a waiting room. So perhaps then an elevator. You can't jump out of the elevator. What well, you could, but not gonna happen. So I wanted to mention that because maybe that helps people. I don't know going for like half an hour I've said quite a bit about meditation but the mind awareness just, um, I guess I also explained a bit of how I use the mind then I wrote down some other keywords just like patterns well we talked about patterns and that you see them more when you flow more observing well that's kind of the keyword for this whole thing um, patience well I guess I just explained patience flow, we've had flow divine timing, well that's kind of obvious too I guess after that. Then we have a couple more things, not controlling outside expressions, reflection, I think we mentioned reflection a little bit, visualization and the steering of the wheel. So let's start with um, not controlling outside expressions, now this one is very important, First of all, because of free will, and you don't want to mess around with someone's free will. You don't, you know? That's just. And if you do, then there's always consequences. But besides that, everything starts within, it's all a reflection, and there's free will, and it's flow. So controlling anything, or trying to, because you don't really have control anyway, would to break someone's free will if it's against another thing or being, would disrupt the flow. And it would create a lot of, oftentimes, unnecessary consequences, good or bad, negative or positive. So what you can do instead, is stay as an observer, and if needed, you don't control anything, but you steer your will inside. So we'll go from this to steering with will, not controlling outside expressions, but you learn to steal your will. What is your will? Your will is your focus. So we don't have to talk too long about this, because we kind of discussed this whole thing, that's why it all ties together again. You could also say that your focus is your awareness, so your will is what you are strengthening through all of these things. And why it works like a muscle and you, it gets better and stronger and more focused and more will over time. You get a stronger will. When you say that somebody has a strong mind, you are basically saying they have a strong will. Now it gets tricky for someone who has a strong will and a strong personality needs to be careful that they don't force their will upon other beings and thus bring a distortion in their own polarity again. And it might sound contradicting or but it's the other way around or whatever, I can't think of the word, <laughs> it's kind of funny that I can't think of the word, probably not important, but this especially counts for being who are doing service to others and following light. Because those beings do a lot of inner work. Beings that follow service to self, do lots of outer work, controlling outside expressions. So the service of service to others, the beings that follow light and that work a lot on the inner realms, strengthen their personality, their identity, their will. That's why, high vibrational beings can do all of these things with their minds because they have such a strong singular focused will lots of awareness going to that one thing that they focus on does it manifests because everything is created with the mind but you can see now that because that is how the mind works that one who is constantly present with lots of awareness needs to be very aware of what they do with their will with their focus Because their focus is very strong. So anything they say, they do, they write down, they send out to others is also very powerful and strong with a very strong will and if they are not careful they are manipulating other beings not with wrong intentions but because they don't use their will. I don't want to say in the right way but to explain. They are not conscious about how they use their will and because it's so strong they can still enforce their will upon other beings, going against those beings' free will. Do you now understand why it is called free will? Your will is your awareness. On this plane, your awareness, your will is free to do whatever it wants to do. Are you not free on other planes? You are. But there you know what you came to do, so that is what you're going to do, because that is what you agreed to. Here, you did that too. You agreed to what you came to do, but because here is free will, you don't have to do anything. And you can do anything. Including going against another being's free will, yet that has consequences. But the whole point of free will is free consciousness. Free you to do whatever it is you wish to do. I think that's a moi. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's Dutch for beautiful. Um, a good ending. Yes. Because we can talk about visualization more, but I kind of want to save that for another one because we talked about a lot. And um, yeah. So thank you for listening. I hope it made sense. Um, to me, it does. But yeah, that's kind of obvious if I explain how I use my mind. So um, yeah, I hope you have a great day and I'll see you in the next one.